0: Lindsay Mizell. I'm here with Tracy Halter. Um, and we just wanted to take a minute and talk because uh, it's Black History Month. And so I'm wondering, um, Tracy, why is it important that we as a church talk about Black History Month? Hmm. Well,
1: I think uh, part of being the body of Christ, um, we have hands and feet and different parts of the body um, all working together for one goal which is to show people Jesus Um, and in terms of what that practically means is building relationship with one another. You can't build a relationship with someone when you don't really know their history or their hurt, and as you're getting to know each other, you know, like you and I, we learn about it. our kids. You know my kids and their personalities just as much as I know yours, and so um, in order to get to know someone, in order to build relationship with them, I think having black history in our churches, um, knowing what... Um, certain histories are, knowing what got us here, knowing how it's a part of Tennessee history, knowing it's a part of the body of Christ and our and our church um, will help us then to go out and, and reach people that we don't know, that we haven't built relationships with, but we know a little bit about, know some kind of knowledge, um, and not that That all that knowledge is good or bad, but just in knowing and building and and having relationship. um, I don't really understand how as a church or as Christ followers that you can just kind of skip over this month or even skip over Martin Luther King Day without how it reflects on what you do in your role to be Jesus to everyone around you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense to me. I feel like um, there's a lot of heat right now around, like you and I were talking before we started this about how there are words that it's like, oh, we can't say this word or this word because if we do, everybody's going to turn off and not listen anymore. Right. Right. And there's so much heat around how... Um, talking about or exploring our differences, how that somehow is a negative thing or a bad thing. And so I think um, for me as your friend, uh, taking time to, I think that's how I see Black History Month. It's like, we're taking an intentional moment to say, hey, for this moment, we're going to look into this history. Like we're going to look into this experience that is not mine. And, um, and so I feel like as a church, we have such a deep value on curiosity. And so to me, it is like, it's just like a month of curiosity, right? Of like, what, um, what can I read? What can I watch? What can I listen to yeah. that allows me a new and different perspective, or uh, maybe a new voice on a on a thought I had? Right? I, you know?
1: Yeah. Whether you agree with it or not, it just gives you a different perspective. I mean, I just it it's so funny to me, like how we have certain things that we've already decided about people. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I teach at UT. I teach in the theater department. And one of the games that we play is that we just have to walk, walk around the room and I, I make them want to run around the room and I count from three to one backwards. And when I say stop, whoever's in front of them, they have to just look at and allow them uh, to look at them because in the as an actor in order for me to look at a character and put on the skin of another human being i have to be vulnerable and i i tell them i said that's what actors do see acting made me a better christian mm-hmm. because i can't judge a character that i play uh. they are a fully realized human being mm-hmm. and i have to go into it going why do they believe the way they believe? Why do they think the way they think? Why do they want certain things or not want certain things, right? I mean, it's like everybody has a vulnerable spot, and we don't look at each other. I mean, mm-hmm. it's part of that, and technology has made it worse. Oh, yeah. I walk past somebody with my phone, and I go, "How you doing?" And they say, "Fine." They may not be fine, and I don't care how they're doing. Mm-hmm. These are mm-hmm. just kind of catchphrases that we use um, it, here in our in our society. Mm-hmm. We don't really know. But if I really looked at you, I couldn't say the things on social media that I say. Mm-hmm while looking into your eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't you can't just be a talking head and say, "Well, I think this and this person's awful" when mm-hmm. you are sitting with them, when you are getting to know them, when you are building relationship with them. And I think we have a really hard time that me disagreeing with you means I hate you. You know what I mean? Or you disagreeing with me means you hate me. It's like if somebody's walking around in a Black Lives Matter shirt and you've already decided what they are. Mm -hmm. Somebody's walking around with a Trump hat on, you've Mm -hmm. already decided who they are. Mm -hmm. You have not sat down with them. You don't know their history, their pain, their backstory anything. Mm-hmm. We have such a bad habit of that um, right now. And I'm just praying that it does not destroy us, not only as Christians, but just as Americans from the inside out. Mm-hmm. You as know, community I feel members, like it's just, dis- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as, as being in our community, any mm-hmm. of that. So I just,
0: it's, it's a hard it's very hard not to have empathy with flesh and blood, right? Right. Like, even if you're like, man, I disagree with so much yeah. of um, what you are about or seem to be about or whatever, yes. when a person becomes living and breathing, they uh, it's like we we have a different sort of access to their story. Right. And it is, it's hard not to find empathy that everybody has. This. I want to go back to something you said that okay. I loved. I think, um, would it be fair to say, I love the game that you're talking about mm-hmm. and the taking the look. And to me, it feels like that's what we're doing this month is, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. we are taking a look. Yes, We're saying for the month of February, I'm going to look. I'm not going to look away. I'm going to look in a a new way, in a different way. It it makes me think of Lent a little bit, Mm -hmm. actually, which we're getting close to. Um, But that one of the practices of Lent is that you take something away and another practice of Lent is to add to. Mm. And that's kind of how I feel like Black History Month is for me. Is like, I want to add to, even if it's a resource or a couple of resources, Mm -hmm. conversations, whatever it is, I want to add to um, so that I can take a deeper look. Yeah. Um, can I ask you kind of an awkward question? <laughs> yeah. Um, as okay, in a predominantly white church, how do you feel in a month like this when it's like, okay, we're we're gonna take a, a deeper look, we're going to do this, we we wanna get eyes. Do you feel like everybody is there a resistance in you of like everybody is like, oh, I gotta ask Tracy? Like, how is it exhausting? Do you feel like you have to be the resource to every white person you know who is taking a closer look for a month.
1: I'm not exhausted by that. Yeah. Um, but black people are not a monolith Mm -hmm. and I have friends who are exhausted by that. Yes. Who's like, you know, read a book, you go to (laughs) Barnes and Noble, (laughs) right? I'm not exhausted by that. I mean, I, I am open to lunch and dinner and whatever it takes again to show Jesus, because that's the ultimate goal. Um, I chose to come to Vineyard. I chose. Yeah. Um, we were at a multiracial church um, that I loved. It was just way far away from my family. And right. and not only that, I believe that church is community. So I was going to a church where my community was only Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't go to Fulton or Austin East Games because my kids play and live in Alcoa, mm-hmm. you know, and so I was realizing that I was kind of James and I were kind of torn and divided uh, between our church in Knox County and our community mm-hmm. and knowing that community wins out like the people that we go to church with are my children's friends. They are my friends. We go to the gym together. We go to the um you know, we go to church together, we hang out together, we, you know, and so community is church. And so I needed to be in that community. And even if that community right now is represented by a little white church in, you know, the middle school of Alcoa, <laughs> that is where God wants me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, That's where I am supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, That's where, my family is, you know? I mean, you guys are my family. Family have hard conversations. They disagree. They, you know what I mean? All of these things. We all do that. Um, I am not afraid to, as you know, say anything, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I am not offended by questions or any of that, as long Mm -hmm. as I always preface it with, uh, you know, I can't speak for all black people, you right, know what I mean? Right, and right. don't expect me to, and <laughs> yes. don't go Tracy said, you right. know what I mean? I'll speak because as I Tracy. Because I will speak as Tracy. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I am I am not bothered by that at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to, Brad's going to be doing gospel in a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I, I found some songs, you know, yes. <laughs> but I think that, that I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm not bothered by it at all. I, we chose to do that. James was a little worried because mm-hmm. he took me out of one big mega white church to a multicultural mm-hmm. church. And he started getting nervous when I started talking about um, the vineyard. But I was just like, this is our community. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't help me to be at a multicultural church when I only talk to you on Sunday or mm, you yeah. know I have to do the one driving all the way to you if I want to mm-hmm. be a part of, you know, right, yeah, uh, of the community. Um and so I feel like that's, that's just a what, good word. Yeah.
0: On church, I remember listening <clears throat> to a podcast years ago that Eugene Peterson did mm-hmm. and um it was for NPR, I think, and so the the lady was just like, how how would people choose a church? And he said, find the smallest church, the closest to your house mm. and go there Yeah, and go there for six months until they've made you mad Yeah, and then decide if you're going to stay or leave. And That's if you're right. going to leave, go to the next smallest church, yeah. closest <laughs> to your house. That's and right. he was like, you need to just work your <laughs> way. But there is something yeah. about church as community. And we've talked about this too. Like, um, community is a risk, but community is where, um a lot of this stuff plays out community is is um uh the place for curiosity and mm-hmm. and I've heard you say these when when hard things happen in the world and um uh you know a, a death like uh George Floyd happens uh Tyree Nichols happens th- these th- uh these things happen um community is where we want to experience and be curious and process yeah. out these things. Um, my hunch is, and I be, may be like making a hunch here. I think I can as your friend, but it's like, you don't want to hear from, you know, something like that happens. You're not trying to hear from every white person, person that you know no. on Facebook,
1: right? No, I don't. I don't. You don't get that part of me if you're not in a relationship with me. And that's where I might say, go pick up a book. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you are Part of my family, part of my church family, part of someone who has sat with me on my couch anyway, mm-hmm. sat across my dinner table with me anyway, loved on my kids anyway. You can come when hard things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I if you're just picking me out because I'm that one black person that you know,
0: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm.
1: and you don't really know me, mm-hmm. that is when that hurts because when
0: helping hurts, yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to, you know, when we're it's the same thing with you said about, you know, being curious this month and looking this month. It's almost like what you guys said about Christmas. You know, we learned all these things that Jesus did and what we're supposed to do at Christmas so that we can continue it. Mm-hmm. I would hope that the curiosity and the learning would be so that you continue to build that relationship oh, and you yeah. continue to be curious outside of February. Mm-hmm. Our problem is like something happens in the world and you start calling me and asking me about books and telling me how sorry you are, and then I don't hear from you again. Hmm. Um... The same thing with Christmas, you know, we love you dropping that little change, make us feel so good in the Salvation mm-hmm. Army bucket. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas is over and January comes and it gets hard because every bill is on you right. and you start like <laughs> right. ignoring people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so yeah. that's that's when I get upset, because like James James said to Jack the other day, we celebrate Black History Month. All the time in this house, you know. Oh, yeah, and so been, my white husband from South Dakota was like, "Oh, we celebrate being black all the time in this house because you know what I mean." So, and that's what that's why I've been
0: laughing your I, Instagram. Um, I'm picture black right every now. month,
1: <laughs> and it's like, don't forget me in March uh-huh, and May, and uh-huh, you know what I mean. And uh-huh. that's kind of my way of saying, yeah, this is great, and this is a great takeoff point for someone who is learning and curious and wants to know. But don't forget, you know, mm-hmm. this goes on. Through the year, Mm -hmm. you know, how curious are you going to be through the year or do you Mm -hmm. just wait and then post quotes of Martin Luther King on the, you know, the 15th of January and then post history, you know, like, what do you call those little sound bites on your social media the month of February and then we're done, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to be curious. Um, You have to want to know in order to make things Better, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to get uncomfortable. You know, yeah. we just don't like getting uncomfortable as a society. We just don't. We don't like uncomfortable conversations. We don't
0: like. I mean, you know what I mean. We don't like anything uncomfortable. Well, I think that <clears> we. It's it's like how we discount resources and how we discount learning is, you engage something and you're like, oh no, that made me feel uncomfortable or that offended me or that mm-hmm. whatever. So I'm going to stop it. I'm going to put it away yes. rather than, okay, well let me get a little curious about. My discomfort mm-hmm. or my offense. And then at the same time, like, you don't have to agree with every no. single thing of something f- to learn from it. I um told you about this book I'm reading. Uh I'm reading this book uh by uh in in a book club and I didn't pick it, and it's uh <laughs> by this guy that's like a master violin maker. And um I did not know that I would think it was interesting at all. And then I've underlined like every single page. But I wanna read something. He was talk he um is talking about well, the book starts with seeds and I guess we're going all the way to trees and then eventually he's gonna make a violin. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> um but <laughs> um, he's, he's talking about a seed and he's like the first thing that happens with a seed is that little teeny like um, very fine hair roots start to grow, and then as roots start to grow, they take root, and then leaves start to grow. And he has, and he has this beautiful moment where he's talking about um, roots and leaves and how they are essential to the tree. They are essential to the seed. They are essential to the flourishing of this, uh, being Mm -hmm. right. But that they have different experiences that a a root is going to go down deep and get, uh, nutrients and water. And a, a leaf is going to go out and take in sunlight and that they both then pour this back into the seed and then back into the tree. And they have these different roles. And he wrote this. Um, and I just thought it was so beautiful. He says, Just as roots and leaves experience strength differently, so do people experience God's presence in various ways. They will hear his claim upon their existence differently. They will care for others in diverse ways. But what connects us is the dichotomy of living from each other and for each other. They understand that diversity is not simply an aesthetic luxury but is vital for itself. In their diversity, they do not merely tolerate living next to each other. Rather, they consciously live for each other.
1: Yeah, that's good. And
0: I feel like that's kind of what you're hitting on is like if we want to exist within a community with great curiosity, this is not about... Um, me tolerating your history or your experiences mm-hmm. or you tolerating my history or experiences it is learning how to be both curious about them and then exist for each other I don't have to have experienced what you experience mm-hmm. in order to be for you you don't have to experience Absolutely. what I've experienced to be yeah. for me yeah. and to be with me right yes. and so I feel like there's so much of our friendship that um, exists where I, like we're both asking each other awkward questions mm-hmm. sitting next to to each other yes yeah right like um and so i just think that there's something in our society right now where we have these boxes every ounce of information that's handed to us is handed to us in a box of like mm. this is information for democrats this is information for republicans yes. this is information for gen z here's how we say it to millennials mm-hmm, here's how we say it to gen mm-hmm. a uh to the greatest generation here's how it, it just it's handed to you in a prepackaged box yes as this, and then you're like, oh no, 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 that's not my box. Yeah. Right? I don't Or none of these are my box. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I is think that a, that's is the there thing. A right, right. Yes, I think yeah. that
1: that's the thing. It's like none of these are my box. Um, I'm not a Democrat because I'm black. I'm not a Republican because I'm black. I look at everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you may look at something that I vote at and it's gonna look like this, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna look like a zigzag. <laughs> um and I think that that's what and that's okay, and I think that that's what we need to understand is, like, if I hand it to you in a box, it's going to have my opinion all over it.
0: All over Kind
1: it. of like the news now, right. you know? Right. I mean, at first, the news, like, it gave you the facts. Mm-hmm. Then we had a little bit of good news. And then we could go to bed and go to sleep. And now it's on a 24-hour cycle, and it has my opinion attached to it, and now you're having nightmares It's all night. terrifying. Yes. yes, it's all terrifying, yes. yeah. you know? And so... If I hand you a box, it's going to have all over Well, and then it also tells it.
0: me what I'm supposed to think about you, right. and I don't even have to talk to you about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right? And it tells Absolutely. you what to think about me, and yes. you don't even have to talk Absolutely. to me about it. Absolutely. And I just, I don't feel like that is the way of following Jesus at all. Yeah. Like, even a little bit. And it should be, you
1: know, it. I, I really believe that the majority of people don't feel that way, but the minority... On both sides are is the loudest, yeah, that's it, and so it's kind of telling us what mm-hmm. we should feel or think. you know what I mean, and I yes. really believe that, and it's like no, just ask the Lord, yeah. <laughs> you <know what laughs> I mean? like you know, just just ask the Lord, I, I promise you that he's going to. To, to to let you know, mm-hmm. you know, how we're, what we're supposed to think, how we feel about this. Because, and another thing in acting is where there is a truth and opposite is also true.
0: Oh, this has been ruining my mm-hmm. life lately. The That's opposite what, of yes. a true thing is another yes. true thing. We yes. think it's a false thing. Yes. But it's often an, another Yes. Equally as true things. Absolutely. (laughs) And it's
1: like, so when you, when we're talking in acting class about characters and or about a scene or a story, it's like where this is true, the actual opposite is also true. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like where you feel one way about, oh, race and white people and I'm Mm -hmm. mad and they, Mm -hmm. then the opposite is also true. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like there is, there, you know, remember that because of what happened in my history and because we are showing you, it necessarily isn't something that you take personally, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't own slaves. No, you didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, you know, like, like the, the, the first defense, you know, and I heard a pastor once say, you know, when you move into a house, you move into a house, you move into an old house and, you know, it's settled in and there may be, you get that inspection and there are some things you have to work on and, and the electrics might need mm. some work or the, um, the foundation may have a crack in it. It mm. may have some water damage and you didn't do that.
0: Mm.
1: You know, the
0: yeah, old I owners didn't, I didn't did crack that the foundation right but it might you be didn't there crack still? the foundation
1: yeah. but it might still be there mm-hmm. and with your help love curiosity and understanding we can get that foundation together mm-hmm. you know that's that's what oh, I, that's I believe <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we can yeah. we can bring that foundation together I just think that that's that's kind of the I'm um, the like that defense mechanism mm-hmm. of what happens, and mm-hmm. then we both walk away going, well, they'll never understand. Well, they'll never understand. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, when that happens, Satan's one.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Yes.
1: That's what happens.
0: I think one of the best ways that you have shown me that exact idea is um, we have Kid, you have daughters, and I have sons that are about the same age, mm-hmm. and your daughters are brown, and my da- my sons are white. Mm-hmm. And you have um, led us as friends in teaching me how to teach my boys uh, to love and care and protect your girls, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. vice versa. You know, it, it, it is this mutual conversation of you know you live what four houses yeah. down from me, yes, but you have asked my kids. When my girls are walking home from your house, Mm -hmm. you will walk with them, (laughs) right? Yeah, and so just this this idea of like of of uh, how how do we do this, and then we get to have these conversations that are, and it becomes second nature to them. I I think that that's the
1: other thing too is like. You know, my daughters, my kids couldn't believe when James and I told them that there was a time where it was illegal for us to be married. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, so. They, and just they for listeners, this... your husband is white and yes. you are black. Yes, yes. And that was illegal yeah. for a very long time. For a very long <laughs> yeah. time. And so they, they've gotten, you know, being at Alcoa, they've kind of gotten used to just this is this is our life, you know. Mm -hmm. I've never Mm -hmm. been in a class without someone brown. Mm -hmm. I've never been, Mm -hmm. but like the relationship that our children have, you know, when Ashley didn't feel well yesterday Mm -hmm. and Graham was like, I'm going to go check on her and he walked right in my house. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. down to the bedroom Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, she's moving, she's still alive (laughs) because she wasn't answering her phone and I was freaking out but the fact that your son was like, I got it, you Mm know, (laughs) went in there and said, she's still moving, she's still good, Mm -hmm. but it's like second nature to them to just take care and I just I hope in spite of us they do that but mm-hmm. I would really love if we got our stuff together you know as a people group yeah. both you know black white brown everything mm-hmm. and could come alongside them and do the same thing you know That's
0: it. I think it's your I've appreciated so much you allowing room for my curiosity of like what do I need to tell them what do i need to talk to them yeah. about yeah um one of those things i'm going to we're going to land the plane here okay. um is i just want to spend a few minutes and let's talk about resources if i'm listening okay. to this i'm like okay you told me to read a book or watch a yeah. watch a show or listen to a podcast or whatever are there things that you love that when people say how do i get curious are there things that you're like oh you got to read this or like are there resources that you love um uh, one of the things
1: for kids that I love is Kevin Hart's Black History. Um, it's on Netflix. Oh, perfect. And it is for kids. Oh, I it love it. It is the funniest thing. <laughs> it's a bunch of kids, Kevin Hart, a little car, like, you know, it goes between like animation and, and, uh, people acting stuff out Mm -hmm. and hurt. It starts with his daughter reading about slavery and hurt. And and he's like, we were more than just slaves Mm -hmm. here. Let me Mm -hmm. show you, you Mm -hmm. know, all these inventions. Mm -hmm. So that's on Netflix. That's free. Um, and just type in Kevin Hart and black history and it'll come up. I think Mm -hmm. it's literally like Kevin Hart's black history lesson or something. That's really fun. Um, another one for young kids is my friend, Martin. That's on YouTube, and that's free. Um, It's like the modern. They go back in history, and they meet Martin when he's young. Mm -hmm. um, And it's a cartoon, Mm -hmm. and that's really good. Um, I uh, love – I'm watching this now, 1619 Project on Hulu. Mm -hmm. It is really, really wonderful, and it just kind of starts – it's an it's episodes and it starts with slavery and it just kind of brings it around to some of the things that, you know, people keep going, stop talking about slavery, but mm-hmm. you know, just redlining, housing, mm-hmm. um, medical care, all of that stuff mm-hmm. surrounds what happened then, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so that one is really good. I love. That's
0: important. You were yeah. telling me about this. And um, I think one of the, ways that you worded it, it was like, there are things that you're watching that feel very true to your experience. Yeah. And so that allows me a curiosity about yeah. you, my friend, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, a
1: letter from a Birmingham jail, which I like that way better than the cutesy little, you know, I have a dream speeches right. because, <laughs> right. you know, right now what people are saying is Martin Luther King is the hero. People right now are communists. They don't realize that they called Martin Luther King a communist mm-hmm. when he was sitting in the jail. And these mm-hmm. are very, are very true letters that he wrote. Um, and that's all I can think of. Do you, uh, I'm reading I mean, you've been Cast reading. right now. Have okay. you read that? Mm-hmm.
0: Isabel Wilkerson. Um, it's is tough. It's heavy and it's tough and it's um, sandpapering My Rough Edges. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then another one that I love that we have extra copies people could get on Sunday is um, called Jesus and the Disinherited. Yes, I just started that. Yes, yeah. by Howard Thurman. Um, Howard Thurman, um, I read somewhere that Martin Luther King called Howard Thurman uh, his preacher and that he mm-hmm. would carry around a po- uh, this book in his pocket. Um, and it is breathtaking. It is mm-hmm. absolutely incredible of um, from a faith perspective what – curiosity looks like um and and here's one thought is like we're saying resources and we we've had a few up on our social media and things like that and what i would say is uh there are things that um uh like i said that that you may engage a resource and realize that there's something maybe you completely disagree with in it or it offends you maybe the language is offensive to you or or whatever it is um and i think uh it, it, my like instinct when that happens is like, oh, I'm going to turn that off or I'm mm-hmm. going to pick up a new book mm-hmm. or I'm not going to listen to that anymore. Um, but I think, uh, we've talked about curiosity a whole bunch that I feel like, um, it, that's a place for me. I'm trying to remind myself. It's a place for me to get invited of like, okay, why did that hit me weird? Yeah. Is it cause yeah. I don't like when people use language like that? Yeah. Is it because, that exposed something in me that i didn't want to see you know and so i think we have to remember that we don't have to agree with every single thing and yeah. a resource to learn from it yes. right we don't have to um, i just thought of another one as we're talking anything that brian stevenson does period yeah <laughs> just google yeah. brian stevenson yeah. and just go to town yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> thanks for listening everyone yay <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>